Welcome on in, everybody. Welcome to Casters and Cantrips Out of Combat, our podcast that we're going to do after the episodes uh, that we stream. We are going to hear be talking about episode 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> My name is Moobs from the GGN crew, and I'm joined by Mac and Cheese, please, who plays Hi. Vin, and the amazing, incredible, talented DM Maximus Rake. Thank you, well, sir. What's going on, everybody? That was, was an intense episode. It was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we defeated a vampire. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not expect the fight to go away, it did, because I thought when we, he encountered us in the catacombs where his coffin is or tomb is, I thought, I was like, all right, this is happening. Yep. This, this is perfect because it's very enclosed areas. Probably not perfect for Vin for fireballs, but then he, he kind of just peaced out. He moved. I know, and I was about to summon my dragon there and be like, ah. dragon bitch, but uh, <laughs> I didn't didn't do that. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I waited. Well, yeah, and for me, this this guy's like a vampire lord, right? Way above normal vampire spawn. Like, he's going to fight you when he wants to fight you, right? Sure. So he knew y'all, as far as he knew, y'all weren't going to do anything with his tomb there. Um, you were below that. So he's like, I'll fight you where I want to fight you. I'll set a trap for you. So mm-hmm. he's like, mm, I got better plans. Uh, well, if so, Valkan, if the stun was successful, would that change the situation or would he still try to escape and we still have to climb up the tower? I think that it's a good question because you have to think that if you're like a, a noble in the first place, and then a vampire lord, however that happened. Um, if you stun them, there's a bit of ego at play mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Valken's slapping him around a little bit, and, and him slapping back and just saying, okay, yeah, whatever, that's a, that's one thing, I'll fight you when I feel like it. But hit stunning, um, that may have been a different story. Oh, so uh, you, it was you, intense. Yeah, so you would have thought that the, because of the ego, he would say, Oh, how dare you! And this is going now. Yeah, because and it's it's probably a game time decision that I would have made if if he ended up stunning him. But if I was a vampire lord and someone stunned me, I'd I'd be like, "How dare you, bitch! Like, let me show you what <laughs> yeah. I can do now. <laughs> you done did yep. it." A little spiteful. You're like, ah, get your filthy paws off me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, evil, spiteful, all of it for sure. I think uh, I was really excited. Because this was the first fight that I got to actually spawn my dragon and no one knew that I had it. So I like I saw I DM'd Max and I was like, can I have a dragon, please? And so he was like, <laughs> all right, what do you want to name it? Like we went through this whole thing and mm-hmm. I've been sitting on this dragon. Pro- I'm not even kidding, probably for like 10 plus episodes since the last time we leveled was how long I've had this dragon and just how long we've been on, like out of like intense combat. Yeah, because that spell requires a pretty high dollar item Mm -hmm. um, in order to summon it. And it doesn't use it, but you need it. And she got that item way back in Emberholm from the other sensei when you went to visit her and gave her that little token. So she's had it forever. Yes. Oh, because I thought I missed out on something because when I was on vacation, you guys did the tournament. And when I when I listened to the podcast, the catch up, mm-hmm. uh, you talked the Mac, you talked the Zunday, and I thought that's 
but Max didn't say anything. So I was like, the one that you summoned the dragon, I was like, what is happening? Did, did I miss something? I was <laughs> like, did. roll it back was... my mind if like if this was a secret or not. So I was I was super surprised. Yeah, yeah it was. was a secret that only Max and I knew, which was really exciting for like the first time. We were just like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, how did you feel as Ron when you had to hit Vin and like strike her? I was, I was hoping that there that the love that Ron has for Vin was so powerful it would overwrite the spell and stop mm-hmm. him. But uh, yeah, I didn't think I didn't think that was gonna happen. I wasn't sure what spell it was specifically, but. Um, I loved how um, Max worded, like when the when the vampire worded specifically to mm-hmm. tell Ron to take care of, and I'm doing air quotes for people who are listening. Oh yeah, take <laughs> care of Vin. That he he's not aware that Ron doesn't understand idioms mm-hmm. or phrases. So I thought yeah. that was perfect. I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is this is great because then I won't hurt Vin because he told me to take care of her. Yeah. Well, and I thought you were gonna do it a second time. Because I think the second phrasing was like, like I, I forgot exactly what it was, but you were you you have Mimi in your possession and you're caring for Mimi as well. So I thought you maybe you would like, oh, I'll set I have Mimi on me, I'll set her loose. Like okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, that's, think- I was confused when you DM'd me that. I was like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I was like, oh, this, like this phrasing, it works again. Yeah, so you were, uh, he was very specific at the end where he was, the vampire was like, uh, no, yeah, I want you to kill her. So I was like, well, okay, <laughs> there's there's no misunderstanding that. So Yeah, yeah it, it was not, it was very, very difficult for Ron. So I don't know if maybe under this, you said it was Dominate, person yes so with that particular vampire lord they were not just uh, a vampire uh, they were a vampire spellcaster so oh, that's why they had the other okay. spells that they were casting um so that they're a little more powerful sense. than you run of the mill and they when they cast it was a dominate uh person i believe is what it was um or that it's a pretty nasty spell to have and i really like how you weaseled your way out of uh, the first time because I was being ambiguous on purpose to see like to give you some rope to see what you do with it. Um, but then, you know, it's one of those things you get around on it. And then when he sees what's happening, he's like, I understand now. And basically just said, hey, you got to kill her. No more funny Kill's business. <laughs> yeah, I was I was hoping he. Would... Yeah, I, he would caught on pretty quick the first time around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ron is probably not the brightest. <laughs> <laughs> Gave explicit instructions. Speaking of weaseling out i i want to know this mac um so when vin was trying to serve up um memories uh to the shadar kai um was that vin trying to see what she could get by with um or was that mac and cheese please um not wanting to hurt her character and hurt ron's feelings so i've like honestly i really like felt for ron like not wanting to hurt me mm-hmm. and in my mind that is mm-hmm. way more powerful than like a doll i'm like okay you gave me a doll cool mm-hmm. like so i thought that that was like that in my mind trumps everything that i've mm-hmm. been through as a character and when you didn't accept it i was like really like what's more than that you know mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah. so that's when I came up with the princess thing because yeah. I'm like, well, Vin cares about being a princess more than anything, you know, like that's like her whole MO is that like, she's secretly better than everyone, you know, because yeah. like I play her kind of as like a Harley Quinn, but like her friends like wrangle her in is like, all right, like you're good. Remember you're good, you know? Um, and then the doll thing, um, that was like another moment that was really, it's like really precious to Vin. And um, when you had then phrased it, the way it was, honestly, I was going to give up the princess memory, but the the way you worded the sentence, it was like something along the lines of like, are you willing to give up your place in the universe in like, and like Vin is selfish. So she's like, fuck yeah. no, like take the doll. Like I love myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, ha- had you worded that sentence differently. Interesting. I probably would have given up the princess. A yeah. Bit. <laughs> and I think, cause I think the, what happened with Ron, like having to strike her and like, I feel that I agree. That's, that's a powerful memory but it was on the the wrong part of like the memory spectrum. Like that's probably like, mm. that's not a very happy memory. That's like a hurtful memory. And that's not what he wants. Cause pretty much with Shadar Kai, like their entire existence is pain and they mm. don't want more of that. They want the sure. happy stuff to kind of make them feel alive. So the joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is why like, because I thought giving up knowing that I was a princess was fine because I think that that memory came to me in a dream. Like it, it was like its own thing. It wasn't part of the Babas. But then when you said I would forget the whole Babas stuff, then I was like, this is a huge arc for my character that we haven't even dove into. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't want to like derail like your <laughs> plan. So that was a little bit of metagaming right there. Cause yeah. I, I didn't want to like derail this whole thing that we've been building up and then just like, oh, well, we're forgetting about it now. <laughs> and yeah, so, that was, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's why I interjected because we kind of had to we kind of had to speed up the session because we ran over and then we oh, had yeah. to get this this arc done because Mac, you're leaving for like two weeks. Two weeks, <laughs> two weeks yeah. So because we had a week's time of travel, that would have because Vron felt so bad mm-hmm. about hurting Vin, especially like smiting her too, which is like <laughs> was like Ron would never he'd rather die than do that. You got um, me down to twenty hit points. That we would. Um, you know, they would discuss it and, you know, he's like, Ron would understand how important this tattoo is for Vin. And he felt so bad that he would be okay with giving up the memory. Cause you would still have the doll. Even if, right. even if Vin forgot the memory, Ron would still know that, Yeah, you know, Vin is Ron's little girl, even though like Vin aged because of all the wild magic. <laughs> because of wild yeah. magic. Well, what's, what's funny too. And what makes it interesting is, um none of Vin's memories are like were her own. So you had a very short amount of time to pick from. It was the yeah. things that you got restored, the couple snippets or the time in game because everything before then was all fake. So yep. you had slim pickings on what memories you wanted to lose. You couldn't Absolutely. say that time I went to kindergarten or something and had a great day like <laughs> Yeah, because something that people don't like backstory that people don't know about my character is that she pretended to be everybody else. She was never herself ever. Mm. And so she doesn't have memories of who she, like she doesn't know who she is because she spent so much time 
being other people and like trying to fit into society because she's always been an outlander. So. Yeah, that's that's tough because, yeah, like Max said, Ben has no real memories of her own until just recently. So mm-hmm. that, that ask of picking a cherished memory, that's, that, that's tough. It's hard. Yeah, I couldn't just like, that one time my mom held me. Like, I, I couldn't just like yeah. do that, you know? <laughs> what I thought was interesting too, and I posed this question to you, um, to see what Vin would do because if she wants power to protect herself from like the the other Vin poster and things coming after her um, becoming a vampire was a viable thing that could have happened um, if you wanted it to I would have I would have let you go all the way down that path if you wanted um, yeah I guess I don't even know what that entails and in my mind I'm like is that gonna make travel weird like are we gonna have a land travel at night am I gonna be in a comfort like I I just like didn't know Mm-hmm. what would happen with that and i was like like mac and cheese please part and then like vin part i'm like that's too mm-hmm. much work like i'm good <laughs> yeah it would have been it's not, i didn't expect it to happen but i just kind of threw it out there be like i wonder what they'll do with this maybe they'll take it maybe they won't um, i almost was like power you said oh yeah <laughs> um it would have been some crazy shit <laughs> It would have changed a lot of things, but it would have been fun. So if it was super OP, I probably would have took it because mm-hmm. that's just who Vin is. Like she's trying, like she's just going to do whatever she wants. Like she's fully like chaotic neutral. Like mm-hmm. she's going to do what she's going to do. She doesn't care if it benefits the party. Like if yeah. it benefits her, she's like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> it would have been way more powerful than that tattoo. Damn but, it. <laughs> now you but, tell me. <laughs> but there would have been some serious drawbacks with that as well. So sure. that may, yeah. I mean, there's yeah, that the session before when Balkan was saying, Ron, if anything happens, <laughs> and Ron is like, Ron will put you down. <laughs> yeah. I think if Vin did choose that power, then Ron wouldn't probably n- never allow in the first place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because and you have such a tie to your religion as a character, and I don't know how that would, like, play in, like, the D&D world. Um, like, a vampire who I feel, like, kind of depicts, like, not religion, you know? Like, I don't know, and mm. then I wonder how that dynamic between the two characters would have changed. I think because Ron is a oath of the ancients paladin, he's not like super holy paladin. He's more like nature paladin, sure. more in tune with like Sylvanas and the nature side of things. Like, I'm sure Sylvanas hates undead, but not like as other compared to other gods where they were undead just are atrocities and abominations. So mm. I think it would have came down to like maybe an eternal struggle for Ron. So it's like, well do I choose the right thing to take that and take down Vin and thus, I guess, making the Black Knight happy and restoring balance or, oh, or does Ron, does Ron care for Vin that much that he would rather just be with you and do, and just forsake everything? I don't know. Yeah. It, it would have to have been in the moment. I don't know what, what Ron would actually done. That would have been crazy, like, if she hmm. took the power and then, like, the Black Knight comes to you with another, like, memory or something that, like, she's too powerful, like, take her out now, you know? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows yeah. what she would do with that much power? Like, 
she's wild. She's a wild card. You don't know. Yeah. It, it really is up to like Ron and Bryn to like rein her in. Or I feel like Valken is he has a little bit of like, I wouldn't say evil's not the right word, but like mm. he tiptoes in darkness as well. Oh, yeah. Like that's a good little way devil. And then Ron and Bryn are like your two angels. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's also fun to consider, too, is if you had gone that route and you'd, you'd become undead. Um, think about Ophiar's Asim, the lich, and how he was afraid uh, of things happening because he is undead. Oh. And um, now that the uh, the uh, Orcus, the demon lord, is in the picture, who commands undead? That could have oh, been and some I serious been powerful. stuff. Mm-hmm. He could have commanded. Oh my gosh, that could have unlocked the whole story arc. But you it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have became an NPC villain, and then you would have to make a new yeah. character. It's oh, yeah, I it's just you know. know, it's fun to think about. You know, things always can change and go different, but. That would have been a very, very different path. For it sure. would have been interesting, like how, and and just that's all to sh- like show how one decision can change the entire game. Mm-hmm. Wild. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you, Max. Yes. Um, you've given me two summon items. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the first one was um, my elders. Uh, elemental summon gem, mm-hmm. which had some uh, sentimental value. I summoned the golem or the earth elemental, and uh, I think you just banished it, so it did nothing. Uh, he, I, I think he tried to banish it, um, but then lost concentration, and that was the salon uh, arcanist yeah. down in Emberholm. Um, yes. I know that that happened. They weren't as effective. I honestly feel bad about the treant for the planar ally. Um, that was like, that was one of my big, big cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Maybe um, you can get like a, a pity bead back. <laughs> eh? Eh? Something okay. just between There's the three a, of us and everyone watching? <laughs> we killed the vampire and now a tree grows in its place. So maybe like crazy face stuff happens there. I don't know. Yeah, I just I just felt I was like, damn, I had these two cool super magic items and and they're like one time use. So I was like, oh, well, smoke them if you got them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think there, too, in my mind, if you had not called out and taunted that vampire lord, he was going to cast blight on your tree, which also doesn't feel good, but saves you from a shit ton of damage. (laughs) That was his plan is he had casted blight and then you. You sort of mouthed off to him. He's like, okay, maybe you know. So oh. he was going to soak up some damage for you. But in, in, I will say too, it was like a, uh, like I'm just an amalgamation of just bad luck and rolls because that gust, you know, their intent yeah. was to, to gust you off the tower was what mm-hmm. he wanted. But then I, I, you have a treant who has to walk through it. He's too big and he has to get to him because he can't fit through smaller spaces. Um, who has a 26 strength, 23 strength, and rolls like a six on the die Dang. for Gust and gets pushed back. If that hadn't happened, he would have he would have started um, pounding on the vampire. So it's just bad luck uh, for that roll. And I wanted to dispel magic that, but I had already previously used a fireball. 
And so I only, I knew I only had a couple left and I was like, man, like, like I, I was going to get rid of the gust, but I wanted to save like a way big, like heavy hitter. If, mm-hmm. Cause I, I mean, I've never fought a vampire like that. So like, I thought he had a lot of hit points, like more than he had. I, I thought he had like double or triple. Or maybe um, we were just hitting really hard the whole time and I just was like zoning. I don't know. <laughs> you were hitting really hard um, as well as with daylight um, keeps oh, them from regenerating. That's right. Um, and and I will say too, and the only reason I bring it up is in case someone tries to, you know, D&D explain it to me. Technically, daylight doesn't create daylight. Yeah. Um, but that rule is fucking stupid. If you cast yeah. a spell called daylight, it's going to create daylight for me. Uh, yeah. So that's why I just did it because in my mind that makes zero sense to me. <laughs> so Yeah, but, when I read after I casted it, casted the spell and uh then I was like, oh, "Actually, you know what does what does this spell actually do?" cuz and then I looked it up and I'm like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" So I was kind of curious what you were going to do. So I was I was very pleased that you you pulled the dm card to allow the the sunlight damage yeah that's one of those weird like silly things where like the spell is called daylight in in my world you cast daylight that's what happens it's yeah. kind of like weird stuff where like technically a paladin can't smite with their fist but if you were like ron's gonna punch this dude and smite him i'd be like hell yeah please <laughs> do yeah, it like the rule cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah don't let mechanics get in the way of of that so and I think uh, that's what I really appreciate about you and your DM style is that like if something if you want to do something cool, like, yeah, go ahead and do it. Or like you're willing to bend the rules for something that makes sense. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like some D DMs like they just place like two by the rules where mm-hmm. it's like it's not even fun. You're like, OK, like what rule are we pulling out today? You know, and so you kind of let us like be our characters within the confines of like we're not going to overextend that and take advantage of you yeah and i think if i were to put myself on like the the spectrum of like you know do whatever you want or like buy the book i I feel like i lean more in the buy the book on some occasions more often Mm -hmm. than not because it makes it easier for me to be consistent but i I totally (laughs) agree with, with you like you know, if you want to jump on a shark, you want to cast daylight, you want to punch with your, you just smite with your fist. Like that's, that's cool. That's fine with me. <laughs> so. Yeah. I didn't know that was even a rule. Cause yeah. When I wanted to headbutt that dude and smite with it and you let it happen. And I was like, sweet. It's awesome. one of those things. And I'm paraphrasing cause I'm not looking at the book right now, but where I think a smite, you have to use a weapon. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things where unarmed attacks are weapon attacks but they're not weapons kind of thing one of those silly like semantic type rules so nice mm-hmm. oh all right well i think that that was a good first episode yeah, yeah i think so too out uh, of combat episode uh, one talking about episode 69 nice, nice. <laughs> in the books <laughs> and i will say too that if you're watching or if you've watched the previous episode if you have any questions um just throw them in the comments tweet them at us and uh if we didn't cover it this time around but we can always cover it next time so mm-hmm. thank you all very much for watching and uh we will see you during the next episode of caches and cantrips and that gonna Bye, be next it Bye. is going to be friday on november the 4th see you yeah. then peace Bye.